Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Uh, It is now early December here in 2019, and uh, we're about ready to exit not only uh, the 2019, but also the decade as we fall into 2020 and a brand new decade. For all my clients, what we tend to be looking to do right now is looking back at this year, really being honest with ourselves and say, okay, what have we done well? What do we need to do better? What's our story for 2019? What do we need to really focus in on 2020? So one of the things I I highly uh, recommend slash kick slash make my clients do is what we like to call a review and benchmarking process prior to business planning. Uh, What I found in my almost 26 years of working with advisors, there are certain things that are immutable in terms of success. Uh, we're not going to go over all 18 of them here in this uh, in this uh, video cast, but I want to give you some of the key ones and walk you through why they're so important. And then what I'll do at the end of this, I'll invite you to uh, experience this for yourself uh, on me. There's no strings. Uh, I put everything online. You can walk through the benchmarks. And again, whether you're going to do your own planning process or your firm has something, uh, this will still be a very valuable piece for you to really go ahead and get clarity on where you need to improve. All right, so in no particular order here, and one of the things I think is really important is that you go ahead and there's really three stages of this process. Process stage number one, I always like the idea of writing a short narrative, a short uh, paragraph as if you were, and I want you to envision this, uh, you're in front of your board of directors in your firm, and you're gonna give a five minute presentation on how 2019 went. So what went well, what didn't go well, well, what your triumphs were, your tragedies, where you failed, where you succeeded, uh, how you felt about everything, a real narrative. Like I said, one or two paragraphs, nothing heavy duty. I think that's good just mentally to get it out of your head and get it down on paper. And the key thing is this, be honest. See it for what it really is because you're the only one that's gonna read it. So if you're, gonna, if you're in the game of lying to yourself, this is one of the challenges you have in elevating your business, elevating your income, elevating your game, is you're not seeing the facts for what they are. So that's the first thing you need to do. The second thing is, you know, we take everybody through what we call a KPI, or Key Performance Indicator Process. What do you measure? Now, typically in our business, what do we measure? Uh, net new assets, which is a false narrative, uh, households, of top line revenue, things like that, right? But is is that all there really is? No. In fact, we can make the argument the top line and the bottom line matter. So if you're in business, as you all are, and again, I don't care if you work in a major wirehouse or you're an independent RIA or anywhere in between in our universe, you have a top and bottom line. You need to understand both. Next, how much money did you attract? See, the net new is false because net means basically well, you know, you could brought in $20 million as a solo advisor this year, but you had two clients die and you had to sell an estate 
one client wanted to go ahead and buy some real estate, whatever they want to do. And then next thing you know, it looks like, you know, we weren't, we did very little growth, but in reality you did, you don't control. So you don't control what goes out. We like to think we do in this industry, this profession. We really don't. So RMDs, clients die, things happen. So how much money did you attract? Okay. Next, how many new clients did you get? It's fascinating to me when I uh, do an interview with a potential new client of mine, uh, an advisor, how many clients do you have? There's a lot of times people that they don't know, right? How many clients did you, how many clients did you attract in the last 12 months? Silence. How many, how many, how many referrals did you source in the last 12 months? Silence, right? Uh, how many, how many review slots do you have in a given year? Silence. How many more households can you take on before you're at capacity or you're over capacity? Silence. So I'm not going to, there's about 18 or 19 different KPIs. We're not going to get all of them today. You, if you go through the process, you'll see them all and we'll walk you through them all. Uh, but the bottom line is this, number one, how much money do you attract? How many clients did you attract? How many names did you source for your referral? Right? How many review slots do you need? Where are you versus capacity? And whatever else is important to you. If it's meaningful, it must be tracked. Let me repeat that. If it's meaningful, it must be tracked. Okay, so those are some of the KPIs. Now let's get into the actual benchmarks. I've I've established there's 18 different ones. Uh, and we're gonna kind of be random here a little bit. Um, you know, first one in my mind, uh, do we have a written business plan in writing, five-year strategic plan in writing, and do we review it at least once a week? All right. So to me, if you're going to go through a planning process, again, whether you do mine or you do somebody else's or your firm's got something, uh, most advisors treat planning as like a tax return. It's something I've got to do every year. I want to get it off my table and then I'll file it away never to be seen again. Like why go through the process if you're not going to be around it all the time? So our protocol is very simple. Um, we, we take everybody through a 12 step process. And uh, what we do, we uh, we highly recommend slash if you're working with me, I mandate uh, once a week you're gonna you're gonna read it the whole thing, maybe on a strategic Friday, maybe over the weekend, maybe Sunday, getting ready for the week, whatever we're gonna do, but we're gonna do that, All right? So I want you to kind of score yourself on a scale of one to ten, like how tight are we in that? Next, how do we start the day? So in our game, Magellan Network, you know, we have an eight-step morning ritual protocol. Right from visualization to self-talk to game plan review to meditation to gratitude to physical exercise, we've got an eight-step process that we prime ourselves to be excellent each and every day. We don't reach for the phone, we don't reach for the email, we don't reach for the news. And for the first hour of the day, what we do is we focus on being the best we can in the next 24 hours. So if that doesn't sound like your game, how would you score yourself on a scale of one to ten? And that's done. By the way. We play that game Monday through Friday, and then we also have a weekend game. So the one thing I do with my with my clients and members of network is that we play every day 365. You know, if you want to really be successful, so here's the thing. Like, this is a sidebar for a second. If you treat this game as a job, that's exactly what you'll have. You'll have a decent paying, maybe even a high paying job. But it's going to feel like a job for you. You're going to, you know, it's going to be your, that's the way it's going to feel for as long as you want it to. And maybe for some of you, that's okay. 
But if you look at this as a vehicle, an opportunity to accomplish everything you could ever desire personally and professionally, there is no free lunch. There is no free lunch. And so, you know, do we play on the weekends? Yeah. Yeah. We take an hour every morning, Saturday, Sunday, we play. Uh, do we play on vacation? Yeah, we play a little bit on vacation because that's what's necessary. You know, you hear these other coaches and gurus talking about lifestyle practices, and that's great. And I've talked about them 20 years ago. Um, and you know how easy it is. And we just kind of travel around the world and stuff like that. What you don't know is what's behind the scenes, the commitment, the getting up in the morning and doing what's uncomfortable. Those are things that are super important, right? So how you start the morning determines your day. Next, daily game plan. We call it Magellan Daily Five. Contacts, meeting set, introduction slash referral conversations. Did we do our morning ritual? That's four. And then we track it. That's five. Five things. This is, if you think about it, this is 80% of the game right here, 80%, right here, one hand. How consistent are you in this Monday through Friday? Scale of one to 10, right? That's a benchmark. See, when you feel good, things are going good, this business is easy. It's like, man, just, just this is great. The problem is that's about maybe 20% of the time, one out of five days. It's the other four days of the week that you got to win ugly, that you over, that you have to overcome obstacles, that you have to overcome adversity. And if you're not wired for it because you're not putting yourself in a position, because you have no game plan, no template every, each and every day, you're going to wander into the internet. You're going to wander getting sucked up in stuff, the news, friends, fantasy football, who knows what. And you know, you get the sense and you, you've experienced this where you leave your office, whether you work at home, you work at a big firm, your own shop, doesn't matter. You're getting your vehicle, you're driving home and you're like, man, I, I, man, where did they go? Like, where to go? And then you say, and you feel like you didn't accomplish anything either. So we run into that challenge, right? And, and look, here we are December, right? You know, I'm recording this first week of December. I'm trying to figure out where 2019 went. Like it literally just felt like we were just doing, you know, New Year's a couple weeks ago. So how you treat your day critically important. Okay. What's one of the other benchmarks? Well, let's talk about, as I mentioned earlier, let's talk about our, our referral and introduction game. Now I can do a whole podcast video cast on this. I'm not going to do that here because we want to talk about benchmarks and planning, but I'll say this. If you've been in this business any length of time, let's say three to five years, even when I address rookie advisors, baby brokers, whatever terminology you want to put on it, even though they have maybe five clients, six clients, 10 clients, I still teach them how to do referral and introduction conversations because the earlier in their, their career, they can learn it, the better. I mean, I've got clients that I take on after 20, 30 years in this game, and we're, we have to relearn how to do this business. So how solid are you? Do you even have a re proactive is a key word here, a proactive referral strategy? Like how do you bring it up in conversations? How do you bring it up during your, your touch base calls, your check-ins, your reviews, 
uh, when you're meeting with clients, how do you how do you language all that? Not that we're going to browbeat people for a list of names and all that. But what we're going to do is remind them that we're open for business, that we're here to serve, that we're here to help other people that they know, and we're going to do it in a very professional, elegant manner. Now, I know there's some coaches and consultants that walk around this industry talking about, oh, you don't want to do that. That's not professional, stuff like that. And the industry buys into that because that's comfortable. Oh, you validate my lack of action. Thank you so much. That's a total BS. I've got clients who will source between 50 and 100 names this year who are primarily referral only, who will open up between 18 and 25 households on referral only. And you know what? We get uncomfortable and we get after it. So just because somebody that somebody pays says, oh, you don't have to do that, and they give you a story around it and you drink it, the Kool-Aid, doesn't mean it's right. All of you need a proactive referral and introduction strategy, period. It needs to happen. Next, optimization. So one of the other benchmarks. How, so wallet share. How much of your client's business do you have? Do you have all their assets? Do we do all their insurances? Do we charge in financial planning fees? Like in other words, we've got this family here and we're, we're, we're it. I mean, we're their go-to. We don't share custody in terms of the assets with a competitor, which I don't like for obvious reasons. Your goal always needs to be 100% of wallet share. Always. Serving the client at the highest level. In fact, a lot of my clients don't even take a client out unless we do get all the money. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It's your personal choice, I and mean, I can make advocate. I can advocate for both sides of that conversation. Get it all, start somewhere, and then grow into it. Whatever you're comfortable doing is fine. But the goal is wallet share. And if we think about business 101, which many advisors don't, you know, there is a time. There's a time cost and an overhead cost to serve a household. So here's a very quick example. Let's say you have a client that throws off five thousand dollars of revenue to you. Let's just call it asset management fees. You're probably going to talk to them every other month, maybe every month. You're going to do a review maybe once or twice a year. Uh, they may call in a couple times. You're going to have them on your newsletter list. You'll invite them to your, your events, things like that. There's a cost to all that. People cost, overhead, time, your time, all the above. But now I take that client and because they had some outside, they had outside assets at a competitor, I go get that in. I now take my $5,000 client turn it into a $10,000 client. That second 5,000 is way more profitable than the first 5,000 because your calls are booked, your reviews are booked, the call-ins are gonna happen to the client who needs something, they're gonna come to your events anyway. So in other words, you, the first 5K kind of covers a lot of that. The second 5K is pretty much all profit. Most advisors that I work with when I first get them, if they have an unoptimized business, sometimes we can double their profits without adding a single household because of that process. But it's, it's not just strategy, it's mindset, right? It's mindset. Because it sounds good, but unless you get in there and some of you are sitting there going, well, well, how do we do that? Like, what's the mechanism? It's gonna be how you work your reviews. And we're not gonna get into that in this episode. But there's a protocol and process how to take a review, uh, and for a lot of advisors, you look at it as a necessary evil or a fee justification vehicle, and turn it into not only a profit center, 
but a referral and introduction center. And that changes everything in your business. One of the other benchmarks, how's our brand? So let's kind of talk about the, the fun stuff, right? The marketing, the branding, the business development game. So your brand, website, when's the last time you did a refresh on it? When's the last time you did a rebrand? Look, you need to be looking at your website every 90 days, 180 on the worst case scenario, and asking your vendor, your firm, whoever you're dealing with, you know, is this the best we can do? What's, what's now standard? Video, personal bios, obviously mobile friendly. I mean, that's, if you don't have that, uh, you know, I don't know what you're doing. But how would you rank yourself on a scale of 1 to 10? You know, when you look at your website, is it kind of static in 1990s or 2000, if you will? Or is it vibrant, uh, you know, uh, has video, has some sliders, has some image, some graphics? Uh, a lot of you have way too much copy and not enough graphics or image. And remember, a picture's worth a thousand words, a video's worth 10,000 words. So you can sit there and kind of gunk up your site with all this stuff that's really just information. And by the way, information doesn't get people to reach out to you. It's who you are. Remember, people hire the man or woman first. Then they hire the firm, the process. Your, your process keeps them. Your personality gets them. And if your personality is not shown on your website, remember, we're in a personal brand business. They're going to hire you. And again, I don't care what your business card says. If you don't have a good game around that, it's a problem. So again, how would you rank yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 on that? Uh, all your social sites, right? Your LinkedIn, your Facebook business site, Twitter, if that's appropriate to you. You know, how active are we there? How well built out that is? That is part of the game today. 10 years ago, I wouldn't have said that. But everything changes. You know, the reality is, um, you know, when I started this back in 1994, thereabouts, um, you know, you had to be a good salesperson. You had to be a good people person. You had to learn to talk to people and, and depending on your model, maybe you pitched a preferred or a stock or a bond, whatever you did. And first impression was the voice on the phone or they come up in your office and you shake their hand and that's it. Not, no longer true. First impressions now is when I go into my search menu, search engine, Google, Yahoo, Bing, whatever, and I put your name in, you know, Joe Schmo, financial advisor, Melbourne, Florida, and you show up. I'm gonna find your website, I'm gonna find your LinkedIn profile, I'm gonna find a couple other things about you. I will form an opinion right there, good or bad. So that matters now. So the brand and the marketing matters. Matters more and going forward, uh, the advisors that get the brand and marketing game are going to have a, such a tremendous competitive advantage. Marketing, your messaging, your voice, your personal content you put out there, not just regurgitating stuff out of social wear, right? That does nothing for you. Having an authentic message matters. So how well are we doing on that? On a scale, one to ten. Then your client relationship model, right? How many times you, you reach out to your clients, you review your clients, you know, we're nurturing them, right? Giving them the ultimate client experience, um, love affair marketing, really relational built. How well do we do around that? You know, remember something. If your clients view you as a service and a vendor, you're, you're at risk. If your clients view you as a relationship, now you have some possibilities. So ask yourself, ask your team if it's appropriate. 
do we do a great job at building meaningful, deep relationships with our clients? Or are we kind of fluffy, super superficial? And uh, it's not where we need it to be. So I need to really think about that. Okay. And then I'm going to give you one more. And then we're then we're going to go off, off we go for this episode. And I'll give you my offer in, in a moment. So the other piece, the benchmark, is mindset. Mindset. And we can do three hours on that. So just very briefly this. Do you know who you need to become in order to achieve your goals? Because here's the truth. Let's say you have a goal. Let's say somewhere in your brain, I want to double my income in the next three to five years, which is doable. I've had clients do it. I'm not going to say it's no big deal. It takes a lot of work. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to just fluff it off like that. Definitely doable. But here's the question. There are four components. So let's say you want to go from a half a million dollar, uh, you know, income to a million dollar income. Four things. The goal. You know, so what is it? Is it specific? Number one. So uh, in the next three years, I want to go from $500,000 of personal income to a million dollars of personal income. Okay. Specific enough. Next, why? Why do you want it? And I got to have something that's going to get you out of bed the days you don't want to get out of bed. So it's got to be compelling. It could be because you want it, because maybe because of a family, a loved one, a charity. Like you got to have a list of compelling reasons, the why. Okay. What it is, why it is. Third, how we're going to do it. So the recipe. So in this case, half a million to a million. You know, let's, again, examples. How many new clients do we need? How much more money do we need to bring in? You know, what, what, you know, do we need to be charging planning fees or raising our planning fees? What's our insurance game? I mean, the recipe of how we're going to do it, right? Pieces. A, B, C. One, two, three. Fourth one, though. This is something I literally just discovered this year for myself. Who do you need to become to pull this off? Because if you're, if you're saying to yourself, well, I like who I am, I'm good, and you're the half million dollar version of yourself, you'll never get to the million dollar version. So you got to become that million dollar version first, then the So the man or woman, the business, the bank, the bank account. The man or woman, the business, the bank account. Man or woman first. So you got to start acting as if. So, so what do I mean by saying, you know, who do you need to become? What do your beliefs need to be? What do your behaviors need to be? What do your standards need to be? What's your energy level need to be? You know, what's your, your morning dialogue need to be? You know, the example I use very quickly is, and, and I did this for myself. I said, I'm going to give, I'm going to write a job description for me. And I gave my, and I give myself a massive raise. And what I did inside of that was here. Oh, by the way, if Joe, if Joe's going to hire Joe, here are the, here are the job requirements. You must be up at this hour. You must do this, you must do that, you must do this, you must have this standard, you must have that standard, all of that, right? And I really wrote, and it was very profound for me because I realized that here are my gaps. Okay, if I wanna if I wanna earn X, and I'm not saying it's all about the money, but let's just make it about the money right now. Um, if you're gonna elevate your bank account, you gotta figure out how you're gonna elevate yourself. Because those are directly tied. And if, if you're sitting there watching or listening to me and you're like, ah, that's a bunch of BS, Joe doesn't want to talk about, you know, then you know what? That's the same narrative you've had your entire career. And that's why you're flatlined. I can tell, 
I, when I ask somebody, when I'm interviewing them about whether or not I should take them on as a client, I ask them, hey, give me the last five to 10 years of your top line revenue run. Year one, year two, and I see, you know, very, you know, nothing going on, kind of flatline, you know, kind of like, right? Because they've stopped growing as a person. Got nothing to do with the business. They're in good enough mode. And good enough mode will still make you good money in this business. Still make you, you know, maybe six figures. But don't sit there and say to yourself that you're going to double or triple, or I want to be a multi-million dollar producer, or I want to run a billion dollars. And you're not looking in the mirror and asking yourself, who do I need to become to pull that off? Because that is the truth. That is the scary question. All right. So what you just kind of think about that as we wrap up this episode. So what have we done today? We talked a little bit about how to do a benchmarking process. I've given you um, some benchmarks and some conversation around those benchmarks. I am now going to say to you that we have, here's the website, we'll have it in the link here. It's F-A Biz Plan. So F-A-B-I-Z-P-L-A-N dot com forward slash benchmarks. So F-A-B-I-Z-P-L-A-N dot com forward slash benchmarks. Just like being, no, no hyphen or anything, benchmarks. You'll then uh, be able to access, totally free, this entire process. And it will help you plan your 2020. So, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This episode of the Magellan Network Show, I do hope you take advantage of my offer and work on your benchmarks so you can have a great 2020. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business. Please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.